Shalom Aleichem, everybody on J Root Radio. It is Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, the best program of J Root Radio, the station that listens to you, because you're going to talk to me. It's interactive radio. I talk to you, not just to a microphone, and you talk to me. So today was Zos Chanukah. Does anyone know why it was called Zos Chanukah? And uh, I'll tell you the number to call if you want to talk to me. The, first of all, my name is Yosef Chaim Schwab, the host of this program, Wednesday 6 to 7. The name of the Shidur Chai is called Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah. Nifla'ot HaTorah, the wonders of the Torah. The Torah has thousands of wonderful, wondrous, strange, interesting things. The number here at the studio, if you want to talk to me, is the magic number. It's Hashem's name is in this number. I'll show you where. 718-683-5858. How much is 5858? 13 and 13, that's 26, Yud Kevavke. 718-683-5858 to talk to me. If you want to listen to the hotline, not to talk, and you don't have a computer, you don't hear me anywhere, only on the on a hotline. You can't talk to me, but you can listen. The number is 712-432-4217. 712-432. 4217 or 718-506-9099. That's 718-506-9099. We have an excellent Misadran today, night, tonight, on Nisim. He will direct all the phone calls to me. Last week we had 30. Let's see if we can go for 40. And, um... Here are the questions we're going to ask you tonight. First of all, today was called uh, Zos Chanukah. Does anybody know why? Number two, Vayigash Vav Yud Gimel Shin. What does that have to do with Friday, the Sarabateves? Vav Yud, Friday, Sarabateves, will always be snow and rain, Geshem and Shelag. Does anybody know anything about that? Not in Brooklyn or Chicago. In Eretz Yisrael, Vav, Friday will be, as you know, next Friday, not this one, will be um, Yud Shvat, Yud Teves. You're going to have a fast day next Friday. Ah, you look on the calendar, it's Thursday. No, Vav starts at 4.30 in the afternoon. So Thursday is the beginning of Friday. Isn't Friday afternoon the seventh day of the week? So next Friday, starting Thursday, Vov, uh, Vov, that means Friday, starting at Thursday afternoon, will be the Sarda Bateves, and it will be Geshem and Shelig in Eretz Yisrael. Now, Eretz Yisrael goes from the Golan down to Eilat, right? Or maybe to Beersheba. Anyhow, Vov Yud Gimel Shin. It also means Vov uh, Friday, Yiyeh. Gimel Shabbat. It'll be the third day of Shabbat. It'll be on a Friday. And you think that's just a joke, right? Why don't you figure it out? Check back from last year and the year before and the year before and the year before. I checked it for four or five years. It's pretty good. 
Now we have some questions. Vayigash um, Elov uh, Yehuda. Yehuda got stopped forward, and he was the one that spoke to Yosef eye to eye, nose to nose. He's looking at him, and he said, Rashi said, let my words go into your ears. I don't need an uh, interpreter. You better listen to what I have to say, because Yehuda was ready to kill Yosef and Pharaoh and the whole Egyptian government, or get killed. He was like Yehuda Maccabi. He was ready to die, because they had just planted a gavia in the youngest one's bag, uh, bin Yaman. And they never stole anything. This was a trick, and Yehuda was going to get to the end of it right now. He spoke to Yosef so sweetly, so kindly, and the king of Egypt collapsed. And he started crying. And people thought he was Meshuggah. The king of England, of, of Egypt, starts crying, and no bodyguards. He sent everybody out. Then this king starts crying of Egypt. They thought he was Meshuggah. Until he finally said the three magic words, Ani Yosef, two words, I am Yosef. Now, the question is, why was it Yehuda that approached Yosef? Number two, how does the trough, the, the, the trough of Ayigash Elohim, Yehuda, Kadmov Yazlo, Rivi'i, how does the word Kadmov Yazlo, perish? The words, Vayigash Elov Yehuda. Vayigash Elov Yehuda. That is the trap, the nigun. Kadmov Yazlo How does one have to do with the other? Then, Yos, he said, Yehuda said, We were 12 boys, one died. And when Yosef says, Ani Yosef, what does that mean? Why were they embarrassed? Judah. Also, they said, Avdecho Ovi, your servant, our father. How, and Yosef, Yosef heard that. Why did Hashem take off 10 years from his life and only live to 110 instead of 120? Avdecho Ovi, huh? why? Why is that a punishment? Why was 10 years taken off his life? Because he heard Avdecho uh, Avi. Why was that 10 years taken off of his life? Now, what, is the, what did the Chalomus of Yosef cause? What did the Chalomus of the Sharamashkim cause? And what did the Chalomus of Pharaoh cause? It's caused three things in Yosef's life. The Chalme Yosef caused one thing. The Chalme Sharamashkim caused a second thing. How may the dreams of Pharaoh cause a third thing? Tell me what that means. And now, he says, be Adoni, the first posse. Why doesn't he say, no, please, Adoni, why be? Then he says, Achinu HaKoton, the little boy can't leave his father. Who are we talking about? Who's the little boy? And how old is this little boy, five years old? Fifty years old? Seventy? Fourteen? Who is this little boy, and what is his age? Why did they put Hashem into the minion uh, when they, no one should tell Yaakov that he's really not killed? They Yehuda showed him the kasonas, passed him, said, look what happened to your son. 
He didn't say he died. He said, look what happens. Yaakov Anum, he's eaten up by a, by a bear. A, a dove, a bear. Why not a lion? Why not a tiger? Why not an eagle? Why not a snake? Why not a, a wolf? Why a bear? Dove, or why a bear? How does Yaakov know? Was he a nubby? He knows how the guy died, how the kid died. Mm. Who is the katan? How old is he? Why wasn't... Why wasn't he there at the Mechiras Yosef? They put Hashem in the minion. He shouldn't tell. You need ten people to make a cherum, a minion. And they only had nine because Yosef was gone and Yaman was too young and, you, and uh, Ruvain was at home doing tshuva. Only had nine people, but you have to need ten to make a cherum to ask Hashem to get into the minion and not tell Yaakov by Nevoah that they're lying. How come you need it? How do you put Hashem in the cherum? How do you do that? Mm. Then Yaakov, say, uh, Yaakov says, Why did you tell the man you have 12 sons? My wife gave birth to two children. Not true. It was 12, not two. And he didn't have one wife. He had four. Why'd say, And what does means? Yosef said, One day, you're going to be ready for a lefleto gildolo, to a great salvation. How does that hint to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? You know the gematria of leflet, lochem leflet letova? You know what the gematria is? And when he says, Ani Yosef, is my father still living? How could he ask that question? He just heard it ten times. Why did he say, Ani Yosef, Odovichai? I am Yosef. Is my father still living? He just heard it ten times. Then it says, Nivhalu mi ponov. They were shocked by his face. Why not they were shocked by him? Why his face? Why was they shocked by looking at his face? Then Yosef said, you know, Hashem made me love to Pharaoh, a father of Pharaoh. It's not true. Father's a guy. Yosef is a What means of the Pharaoh? What means Ladon Lecholbeso, a master of his house? What does that mean? Then he says, Moshe, a ruler in the whole country. What does that mean? Then he says, Kishon Noelai, come here close. I want to show you something. What did he show him? And what he showed him means nothing. Because Yosef made every single guy in Egypt have a bris. Otherwise, he get no food. So what does it show? Nothing. But Chazal say he showed him something. And then when Pharaoh sent the wagons with horses, Yosef told the brothers, before you get to Tati, take off the horses and put little Agolos calves. Little, little Agolos calves pulling these big wagons. You know, it's like a, 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 a lawnmower engine pulling a truck. The, the, these big wagons were pulled by horses, maybe five, ten horses. He put on little calves to pull a, a big wagon. Why did Yosef do that? Why did he put agolos to pull the... the why did he pull agolos uh, uh, to pull the agolos? Why? Uh, I need horses, not little calves. Then it says he fell on Binyamin's necks. Savrei Binyamin, a human being only has one neck. How, what does it mean by Yipol? Al-Savrei Binyamin, he fell on his necks, plural. Lashem Rabim, by and he cried. How many necks does a human being have, anyhow? And then he fell on Yosef's necks. Savarov, Yudvav, Yudvav, is also plural. 
And why did he give Binyamin five tight changes of clothes? Every boy he gave him one. Why did he give him clothes? Why didn't he give him gold or silver or food or money? Why did he give him five samolos? Each one got one samolo, a jacket, a shirt, or whatever. And he gave Binyamin five. Why? And last day of Hanukkah, Neis Kodol HaYosham is a big Neis happened there. That's Gematria 358. Anything else, Gematria 358, that we're waiting for? Okay, we are open for questions. Okay, let's go number one. Who's number one? What's the name? Zadie, I can't hear that. David, David, okay, David. David, go ahead. Hello? Go ahead, David, you're on the air. Hello? Go ahead, David, you're on the air. Good evening, you're the first caller. So could you ask me a different question? (laughs) 18 questions, you need another question? I don't know those. Okay, what's the name of the Parsham? Rayigash. What does that mean? And, um, and he, um, what? What um, does it mean? When you learn Torah, you have to think. Well? How old are you? Ten. Do you learn Gemara? Not yet. Uh, what do you learn, Mishnayas? Yeah. What Mishnayas? Which Mishnah? So. Sochem. Um, Sochem. What means the Sochem? Um, uh, the Pesach and plural. Right. 100% right. So what means by Yigash? Um, okay, it's too hard. Let um, me ask you another question. Any oh. went. By Yigash. What does that mean? And he went. And he went. Uh-huh. Well, holach means to go. Let me ask you a question. Vav yud gimel shin. Call me back when you figure out the gematria. All right, next caller. <laughs> Malka, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Um, the gematria of non gimel shin is also Mashiach. Oh, 358 is Mashiach. And so what does it have to do with the dreidel, neifgadol, or yisham? They had a big niece, and when Mashiach comes, it's also going to be a huge niece. Uh, what, so what does Mashiach have to do with, with, you mean they had a big niece, and we're waiting for a big niece? Yeah. Very good, you're right. Uh, and also by, by Yigash, it's Vavi Yagamoshat. How much is that? What's the Gamachium? What's the Gamachium? 319, okay, what is 319? If you add up 319, what does that mean? All right, you're too much for you. Let me ask you one other question. Who, why did Yehuda go forward instead of the other brothers? Why did he stay, stand up in front of Yosef's face? Why Yehuda? Why not Reuven, Shimon, Levi? Because he, pro- he promised his father that he'll Ooh, bring back. Oh, very good. He took the Achrayas, right? Yeah. Very smart girl, Malka. I'm glad you called. You're one of the smartest girls ever called this program. Thank you so much. Let's go to the next caller. Thank you. You're welcome. Go ahead. Next one. Who? Who? Shlomi, you better talk into the microphone. Shlomi, go ahead. You're in the air. Yeah, um, I have an answer to why he sent the egg, the eggless. But tell me why. Because that's the Masechta he was learning with before he, 
So why did he have to do that? To remind Yaakov. Well, yeah, Rakov got a pretty good memory. We don't have to remind the Tamil Chokham, God will be there, God will be so you remind him. Why did he send calves, Eglos, to pull the Agolos? Why? What's the problem here where Yaakov needed a little more uh, assurance that it was really Yosef sending that they, they said, oh, Yosef, how can they believe him? They told a lie once 20 years ago. Why should they believe him? Once a liar, always a liar. Rashi says. The Gemara says. He did it to show Yaakov that he, that he was still thinking about it. He was showing Yaakov that he still thought about what? About the, what they were learning. Egla Rufo, right? Yeah. More than that. More, Shlomi, listen. You know, when Pharaoh sent these big Egyptian wagons, uh, obviously, you know, he's a smart man, Pharaoh. He doesn't send little Eglos. It's like a, a, a little engine of a. A little car pulling a big truck. I mean, why do you, you didn't, didn't put eggs? You put horses. Why did Yosef Dafkich switch and put these little calves pulling the gullets to show that, with that, that were learn, they were learning about that when they, when they departed? And nobody in the world knew that except Yaakov and Yosef, correct? Yeah. Because they said, they said, you know, 22 years ago, hey, Tati, look at this. Kasonis uh, Pasim, look, look what happened to him. And now you're going to come in 22 later, day, years later and say, Tati, he's living, means you're a liar. And, Raj, and Gemara says, once a badoi, once you're a liar, no one believes you, even if you tell the truth. So he had to prove to the father, the boys are not lying. I am alive. We, only you and me know that we were learning Egla Rufa. And you know what it says in Egla Rufa? The, the, the tzaddikim of the town hold up their hands. There's ten fingers in the hand. They see, We didn't spill this blood of this guy that came to town and he was killed. It means he's telling the father, don't blame the ten brothers. They didn't kill me. Hashem took care of me. They don't blame them. I, they're not guilty. Now he knew a thousand percent Yosef was alive. Very good, Shomi. You answered the right answer. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Eliyahu? Yeah, hello? Eliyahu, Hello. What? Go ahead, Elio. What? Can you answer some of those questions? I know the answer why um, Yehudo came for Yosef. Why? Because he said to Yaakov that if I don't bring back Binyamin, then I want to lose Ayomaba and Ayomazah. Right. Kol Hayomim. This world and the next world. That's why he said he, ha- he took the Akrayas, right? And you know why he was the one? Because he's going to become the Melech Yisrael. And the Melech Yisrael has to take Akrayas. And that's why Yehuda Maccabi, he was not a Melech, he was from Levi, but he took Akrayas too, and he ca- killed the main guy, uh, Yehuda, Amat- Yahu, and his son then, Yehuda Maccabi, fought many, many wars, and we have the Yontif of Hanukkah, because they're, they're ready to die. They didn't care if the guy even killed them, but they have to do what they have to do, right? Just like Nachshon jumped into the Yamsuf, he thought he was going to drown. It wasn't split yet. There was no Kriya. Before Nachshon jumped in, he thought he was going to die. Akedash Hashem. That, if you're really ready to die for Hashem, he keeps you alive. Okay. Very good, Eliyahu. You're a very smart boy. Thanks for calling. David? You're not talking into the mic. I can't hear you. I don't know what's wrong with the mic. It's not on. David, go ahead. All right, David, go yeah. ahead. David, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I know the answer to why he lost 10 years of his life, 
because they oh, have a dacha avi. Oh, because um, why, why ten years? Just because you said it one time? Because what? I know why he lost years of his life for it. I don't know the number though. Yeah, you know why you lost ten years? Because because um, Yehuda said five times, "Avd Avi, your servant, our father." Yeah, Yosef should have stopped him. He says, "Look, he's not my servant. He's not here." He's, he's older than me, probably. Yosef made believe he doesn't know who he is. He heard it five times, and five times from the, from the, uh, the, the, um, the interpreter, that's his son, Ephraim. So he heard it ten times. Hashem punished Yosef. Instead of living 120, he lived 110. You're 100% right, David. Thank you so much for calling. You're a smart boy. Shkoyach. Next caller. Yehuda, go ahead. Go ahead, Yehuda. Can you ask me a question? Oh, Sure. Um, who was the youngest son? Benjamin. Why was Benjamin not there the first trip down to Mitzrayim? Yaakov Avinu thought that he was too young to come. Uh, how old do you think he was? Five years old? Six years? Ten years? Twelve like, years? Twenty years? Like thirty in, years? Forty years? Like, Fifty like years? Like twenty. Twenty. You know how old? Can you figure? You think there's a way to figure out? No. Let me tell you how. Yosef left with his father from Lavan at seven years old. On the road, Yitzchak uh, was born, so it took him a year and a half to come home. So let's say a year later he was born. Yosef was eight, he was one. So we seven years less than Yosef. And Yosef, when they met the brothers, was 39. Now he's 32. That's called a baby? Answer is, if it's the youngest child, it's the baby. I, I was once at an Oval's house. The man was 97. His son died who was 77. He said, that was my oldest son, and the, my baby is 65. <laughs> the man, the, man, the father was the sitting shiver for a 70-year-old son, and the father was 98 or something. So, so he says, my baby is 65. He only had four kids. Can you imagine? The father, the kid is 65, but that, to the man, that's the youngest son. It's called the baby. That's all. So Yehuda said, the yell at, the little lad is not there, even though he's 32. Very good. Yehuda, you're a very smart boy. Thanks for calling. Next. I can't hear you. You something wrong with your mic. Okay, go ahead, Chaim. Um, can I answer the question why Yosef gave him five sets of clothing? Oh, very good, Chaim. Yeah, tell me why. Because later, um, Mordechai came from Benjamin, and by, by King Shreyas, he was going to wear five sets of royal clothing. A hundred percent correct. How did you know that? Where did you learn that? I learned it by today. I, was learn, I learned Chumash with my Rebbe every day, so she said it. All right, so here I'm going to tell you the Gemara. Chamisha Khalifa Samolos. The Chi Efshar, is this possible? The Dabash and its tire, Bosit Sadi. Yosef suffered because he had an extra piece of garment, a clothes called the Kasonas Pazim. Yichshobo, he's going to trick up Binyam with the same thing? He hinted to Binyamin. Yamin is going to have a son called Shimon. Uh, Mordechai. Ben Shimi. Ben Kish. Ishimini. He came from Binyamin. And it says he's going to walk in front of Bachishveres. Who is that? Mordechai. It says in Esther test. Mordechai Yosef Mosley Amelch Vlevush Malchus. Number one. Techeles. Light blue. Wool. Chur, a terezov gedola, golden crown, tachlitz boots, linen, vagaman and purple, wool, 
So that is five garments. Now I want to ask you a question. It's shotness. How do you do that? The chaydus is light blue. Our garment is purple blue. And butz is linen. How does Mordechai wear shotness? Um, because when you're in front of a king, you want to learn as beautiful as a king, and you don't want to be killed, so. You don't have to die for shotness. You can, yeah, let me tell you. You know, you're a lot of, if, 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 you're a lot of die instead of, if, if you're, if you're, if, um, if, if, you, if you're doing a mitzvah that's going to die, then you rather shouldn't do it. Yo, look, there's three things you have to die for. You can wear shotness, right? That's what you're trying to say. But you know something? You're right. You're right. You can eat chazer, too. You don't have to die for that. Uh, for Shabbos, too, you can and violate Shabbos every week. You only have to die for three things. But let me tell you how you can wear linen, and you're not chayiv. If I have a linen shirt, and a wool jacket, why can't I wear it? It's not sewn together, wove together, combed together. It only shoe it toe of a nuz. If it's sewn together, I can wear a linen shirt with a wool jacket. You want to be machmir, chumrus, at something else. I can wear a linen shirt with a wool suit. I can wear a woolen shirt with a linen suit. It's not connecting together. Maybe some of the fibers may connect. I know. That's a chumrah. But besides din, it's not asur. So therefore, my father goes into that in the mind base of Sheva. He explains how he's not mechuyin be most in that So he wore these garments very good, and it could be that he had wool on the outside, some kind of a maybe cotton shirt, and some wool below underneath it. So maybe there was a separation. Could be. Chaim, you're a very smart guy. Thank you for calling. Who's next? Who's next? Who? Who? Who's there? Talk to Hello. Me. Who's uh, who's the name of the caller? Hello. Isaac, you better get a better mic. Go ahead. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Got a question? Yeah. Sure. Um, let me ask you. Um, why does it say by Yikash Elav Yehuda with the trump? Kadmoviyaz lo revi by Yikash Elav Yehuda. Does that have anything to do with the words? I don't know. Let me tell you, Isaac, and all the people listening, the, vo- the word from the Vilna gone. Kadmo means he got up. Azlo, he went. Revi, the fourth son. That's the fourth son. Wow, that's the Vilna gone for you. And then the next drop is Zarko. He threw away Zorak. The Olam Habo. Which means ya- Yaakov, uh, Yehuda was ready to give up Olam Hazer and Olam Habo. The, the Vilna says that the Trump, the Nigun, the, the translation of Kadmo Vazlar V, the Munach Zarko, that's exactly the Perush of the words. You need a Vilna gone for this. No one would have thought of that by themselves. Okay. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Hello? I'm sorry. I don't know that. Uh, I, I don't know whatever was the way of saying it. So it's different. Go ahead, time. Next one. Oh, yeah, it's better. Uh, Nisan, very good. Okay. You're on the air. Okay. I have an answer for the Al-Tavarot. Okay, go ahead. Because um, Yosef cried on 
Yemen cried on Yosef's neck because Yosef cried on Yemen's neck because because the the two base Amikdash were being destroyed and on Yosef's here and Yemen cried on on Yosef's neck for because of Mishkanshil that was that was that was gonna that was gonna um be destroyed and neck is, is like the base Amikdash. Very good. The neck is the Har Habayis. The base Amikdash is on top of the mountain. So my question is. Since it says Savare, two necks of Binyam, Binyam only has one neck, but two, Savare is plural, means two. So nobody has two necks, but it said Remez, two Bote Migdash will be, dis- will be on Harabayas in the Binyamin's Chalik and will be destroyed. And he tried on Yosef's yeah. neck, Savarov, that means Mishkan Shiloh was in the section of Yosef. Now everybody listening, Chaim, you're 100% right. But I want to ask the people who are a little more mature this question. Savarov uh, Yosef is also plural. Yudvav. So does Yosef have two necks? So the answer is, it doesn't come from the word Savare, because that's plural. Savarov Yudvav is also plural. Know what it comes from? Says the, the Mepharshim. One is Vayipol and Vayef, that's two. But on Yosef, it's only by Yefch. That's the proof. That's the proof. Because Savare and Savarov is both plural. But so you can't learn it from there. You have to say from he fell down and he cried. And by Yosef, is only one, uh, one verb. Very good. Chaim, you're a very smart guy. Let's go to number 10. Mordecai, that sounds great. Go ahead, Mordecai. Yeah, can I get a question? Sure, I'll give you a question. Um, how many days is Hanukkah? Eight or nine? Eight. Why not nine? Because there's only eight days. I'll tell you what, you're right. But Eretz Yisrael, they keep seven days Pesach, we keep eight. They keep seven days, eight days Sukkot, we keep nine. They keep um, uh, a Shavuos, one day we keep two. Why don't we have one extra day on, you know, Hanukkah, number nine for Chutzlords? Because it's during the week. Shavuos comes out in the middle of the week sometimes. So? So why does all the other Yom Tovim have an extra day in Chutzlars, not in Eretz Yisrael? And this, Yom Tov is eight. Why not nine? Sveka the Yoma. You know, Eretz, we keep, they keep seven days, and we keep eight. They keep eight days, so we keep nine. They keep one day, Shavuos, we keep two. Uh, why don't we keep extra day uh, Hanukkah? It's a very hard question, Mordecai. Let me tell you the answer. We only have Sveika the Yoma if it's a Deraisa. Hanukkah is not in the Torah. That's why we don't have a second day Purim either. But Deraisa, as we in Chutzla are it, we keep one extra day uh, of Pesach, eight, when the Torah says seven. We keep nine days Sukkot when the Torah says eight. Um, Rosh Hashanah, well, now everybody keeps two days, but originally there was one day in Eretz Yisrael and two days Chutzla Yom Kippur, you should keep two days in Chutzlars, but people can't do it. It's too hard. They wouldn't, can't fast for two days. But if you want to fast for two days, you have a right to. Uh, the reason we don't keep two days Hanukkah and two days Purim, because they're not the Orisa. Hanukkah and Purim are not the Orisa, the Rabbonim. And the Rabbonim is already uh, something extra. You can't put an extra on top of an extra. You can't make it more Chamur. And besides that, Hanukkah uh, happened in Eretz Yisrael. They, Taka should have seven, we should have eight. Answer is no. Because it's not a deraisa. We can't be machmir on a rabbanon. Rabbanon is already a chumrah. Okay, next caller. Thank you. Ephraim. Ephraim, go ahead. You're on the air.
Could you ask me a question? Oh, sure. Um, when Yosef said, Ani Yosef, I am Yosef, Hod, Avichai, my father's still living, he just heard it ten times. Why did he ask that question? I don't know. Let me tell you the answer. He didn't believe them. Because you just said to Yehuda a minute ago, Achiv Meis, his brother is dead. Hello, here I am. So you lied. Therefore, maybe this is a lie too. Says Rashi, once you tell a lie, no one trusts you forever because you have no credibility. Like if you don't pay your credit card on time, you won't get another credit card. Your credibility is not worth anything because you don't keep your word to pay on time. Or you don't pay at all. You'll never get another credit card. It means credit means you're schusim or less because you don't keep the, your truth. You don't say the MS. You're a liar. They told Yosef, look what we found. Kasson is possum. So Yosef, so Yaakov says, no, Nebuch, Torah, Torah, he's all torn up. Nebuch, for 22 years, the man thinks he's dead. Now the brother said, come to me, said, no, Tati, we lied to you. You lied to me for 22 years? Why should I believe you now? So the only, and Yosef knew that he wouldn't believe him. So he t- told the boys, the, the brothers, before you get home, take off the horses, the farosem, put on the egglos, the calves. And Yosef will know that for sure I'm alive because Dati and me were learning about Egla Arufa. It's a certain halacha before we passed, before I went away from him. And it says in Egla Arufa, the Chacham pick up their fingers, ten fingers, right, their hands, and they said, We never killed this man who found found dead between two cities. That's why he bring Egla Arufa. Uh, so he's wanted to say, Tati, don't blame the ten brothers. They, never, they didn't kill me. Here I'm, I'm, I happen to be the king of Egypt. Don't blame them. I forgive them 100%. And even they did a lie. They told a lie. They're very sorry. They did. You see later in the center, it says, we are your servants. And it says, even if you kill us, we, we accept it. Because we don't want to go to Gehenna for lying. Even if he killed them, he said, we would accept it. They did total 1,000% tshuva, the brothers. That's why they're tzaddikim. Yehudi did Navera, He's a tzaddik. Reuben did Navera, He's a tzaddik. Yosef did Lashon Hara. He's a tzaddik. You can do an Avera and do tshuva. What do you think tshuva's about? It's about doing tshuva. That's human beings make mistakes. And in other words, he there's no human being that didn't do a sin. But the Torah gives us a chance to make up called tshuva. That makes you a great man. Never doing an Avera is not a human being. It's a lie. Anyone tells you that, I never did. You know what a guy once said? I never in my life told a lie. <laughs> they told him that's the first lie. That's the first sin you did. Because that's not true. Everybody tells a lie when they're young. You know, you don't tell the truth. Yeah, you make a little story. That's not MS. Everybody does certain errors, but you do tshuva, and then Hashem loves you, and you're fine. There's a way to become complete. It's called teshuva. You return, and you become good again. Very good. Thank you so much for calling. A number. Zerach, you're on the air. Could you ask me a question? Oh, sure. What was last week's parsha? Hmm? Hmm? What was last week's parsha? Yeah. Uh-huh. Me, Kate. Let me ask you next week. What's next week's parsha? All right, I'll ask you another question. Um, what chumash are we in, Shmos or Vayikra? Horatius. Mm-hmm. Right, you got that one right. Let me ask you a, parsha, a question, this question. Um, um, Yosef had 11 brothers. Who what was the first brother's name? The first brother, Yosef's brothers? Yeah. Reuben. What's the, what was the 12th brother's name? The what? 
The last one? The youngest? Yeah. In Yemen. Uh, Was Yosef older or younger than him? Older. How many years older? Don't know. Uh, Seven, eight years older. All right, let me ask you something else. Did you, who in who in the family looked just like Yaakov? Just like ya- Yosef. Oh, that's why when he said Ani Yosef by Yifalumi Ponov, they looked at his face the first time and they were shocked. He looked like Yaakov, and they never looked at his face before this because they were they thought this man was an evil, wicked person. You're not allowed to look at the face of a Russian. They never looked at his face. Until that part, therefore, by they are afraid of his face, not him. His face. He looked like the Tati Yaakov. That's why they were shocked. Okay, next caller, please. Malki, you're on the air, Malki. I want to answer the question of why did Yosef ask um, and Yosef Haudavichai? Well, yeah, go ahead. I know the answer. It's because. Yosef wanted to like ask if, if my father still remembers me. Still remembers me? He said, he, "Oh, you're behind my father still, living." He didn't say remember. Why did he like say that when they? To me. Hmm. What? He's still close to me. He still knows me. Oh, does he still know me? You mean? Well, he asked Ha'od, Avichai, is my father still living? He just heard it ten times. Avichai, your servant, my father said this, he said that, he said this, he said that. He heard it ten times, five times from from the Yehuda, and five times from the interpreter, that's his son. He may believe he didn't know Hebrew, but he knew Lashon HaKodesh, so he heard it ten times. So why did he ask him the first second, Ha'od, Avichai, my father's still living? He just heard it ten times. What's the answer to that monkey? I don't know. Let me tell you, Malky, because you're such a smart girl. He said, I, I caught you in a lie. Yehuda, you just told me, oh, his mate, one brother died. Well, here I am. Is the next thing you said also a lie? That my father is, li- is living? Why should I believe you? You just said one brother died. Hello, here I am. You lied. Yehuda, why should I believe you about my father? So Rashi says, once you tell a lie, no one believes you at all anymore. Because you ruined your credit, your chusim. You, you're not an honest person. Yes, you can do tshuva. Very good. But you have a hard time getting back to the level you were. So Yosef said, you said, one of the 12 brothers died, right? Well, here I am, mister. And is the second thing also a lie, that my father is really living? Oh, that was very embarrassing for Yehuda. Very. And why did, why did he say, Sarashi says, if he would say, my brother, we don't know where he is. We sold him as a slave. So he would say, well, we're going to arrest you until we find him. Maybe he's a spy. And he didn't want to get involved in that. You know, Yehuda didn't want to get involved. They so made a lie to make the thing easier. But he didn't know he was talking not to a Goyesha king. He was talking to his brother. What a shock. This piece where Yosef says, Ani Yosef, is the most dramatic thing in all of Tanakh. Ten men, he calls them liars. In front of the king, you tell me that I am dead? How do you say such a thing? You're shakranim, liars. Uh, that Yosef was, uh, Yehuda was very embarrassed. That's why they were shocked. They couldn't answer him. Like you tell them, you know, you caught a guy in a lie, or a girl in a lie. You're in school, and a kid tells a lie, and everybody knows it's a lie. 
You can't embarrass her and tell us a lie, but you don't have to believe her anymore. Okay, Malki, you're a very smart girl. Thanks for calling. Next caller. Eliyahu. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eliyahu. Hello, Eliyahu. Okay, what? next caller. What is this? What is, is this, this Eliyahu? All right, uh, uh, Nisim, let's go. Nisim. Moshe. Moshe. Yeah, can I answer the question of why Yosef said any of these guys have passed all alive? Oh, uh-huh, yeah, why? Yeah, because um, the Yosef thought maybe Yehuda was lying because he just wanted to bring Yom home. Very good. He thought that Yehuda was lying, that he probably told even Yomim before they got to Yosef, if you don't, if you, uh, let's say he thought maybe they forced Binyamin, they kidnapped him against his will, and he, they, he was afraid they told Binyamin, if you open your mouth that we were kidnapped, I'll kill you. So he, he, he said, is this the little brother? Of course, he recognized him because he saw his mother, Rachel, in Binyamin's face. So he said to Yehuda, he wanted to see if he's lying, is this your little brother? Yeah, well, he's 30. Yosef was 39. He was seven years younger. He's 32 years old. He was, is this your little brother? He was the youngest brother, the all older. Yosef is also one of the youngest. Ruve must be, well, if Yosef is 39 and he was born after the seven years of, um, there was four, the first seven years he had no wife. The second seven years he had two wives. So the oldest brother could only be, and Yosef, when he left, was seven. So the older brother could be no more than seven years older than seven. So Reuben got to be 14, the oldest. So Binyamin is seven years younger than Yosef. Yosef now is 39, so he's 32. He said, is this your younger brother? He said, yeah. He says, uh, young man, Hashem, Hashem should bless you. Give you much. You were not. He was not involved in the selling of Yosef. He was the only son that was not born in with love, and he was born on the way near Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, the base of Migdash is in his chelik. But it says that the base of Migdash is in the chelik of Yehuda. But it says it's in the chelik of Binyamin. So the Kodesh Kadashim and the whole building is in the chelik of of of, of uh, Binyamin. But ninety nine percent of all the activities outside the base of English on the Mizbeach Ha Ola, the Mizbeach Hanachoshes. Every day, every single day, people bring garbanos. Nobody ever goes into the base of English. Not only Kohanim. Yeah, the Kohen Gadol every morning, and on Yom Kippur uh, he goes in there, says Hashem's name. But ninety nine percent of all the business is on the outside Mizbeach, Mizbeach Achitzim. So ninety five percent of the business is in Yehuda's Chelik. And the building, and the end of the building, the, the little back room, it's called the Kodesh Kedoshim, that's in Binyamin. So most of the activities in Yehudah. Now, Yehudah's Chelek ends right at the front door of the base of Mikdash. And from the base of Mikdash to the end, the back room to the Kodesh Kedoshim is, is um, Binyamin. But true, but most of the activity, everyday carbonas go out outside, in front of the building. That's Yehudah. So the base of Mikdash is in Yehudah and Binyamin. Yehuda's the melody. Could you ask me another question? Yeah, another question. Uh, here's another question. Mm, you know, Yosef had a dream. What happened as a result of the dream? The brothers wanted to sell him? Right. Wanted to kill him? Then he, they, he was sold as an Ebed, right? 
Yeah. The Shalom Ashkim and the Sarah Ophim had a dream. What was the end result of that dream? Sarah Ophim died and the Sarah Ashkim got back his job. Yeah, and then, and then, uh, then the Sarah Ashkim told Pharaoh there's a boy in the jail that interpreted our dreams. What did Pharaoh do about that? Called Joseph out of the jail. Oh, so he called him out of the prison and he gave him free... Because Pharaoh wouldn't talk to a slave. He gave him chayrus. Now Pharaoh had a dream. What was the result of that? That he was very scared. No, but what was the result of Pharaoh's dream? What happened to Yosef? He got taken out of jail. And no, that king. was because of the Sarah Mashkim's dream. He said, what? There's a guy who knows how to interpret dreams. So he gave him a shtar shichror. He was freed. Now Pharaoh says, I had a dream. What was the result of Yosef's interpretation of the dream? Yosef became second to king. Ah, so Chalme Yosef caused him to be sold. Chalme Saramashkim Saraofim caused him to be freed. Chalme Pharaoh caused him to be a melech. So there were three dreams in Yosef's life. His own dream got him sold, which is a wonderful thing. The Saramashkim had a dream, and then after he got freed, two years later, he says, you know... There's a Jewish boy there. He knows how to interpret dreams. Yeah, what's his name? Yosef. Okay, let me talk to him. So he gave him a freedom. Yavkov gave him a shtach shichur, because Pharaoh wouldn't talk to a slave, to a, to a prisoner. And then he told him, I have a dream too. And he says, you're the smartest guy around. We're going to make you the king. So three dreams in Yosef's life. One got him sold. One got him freed from jail. And one made him king. Very good. Uh, you're a very smart guy. Let's go further. Next caller. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for only. Nisim, who's next? What's sleep? You sleeping? Okay, Rivka, who's. Let's call Rivka. Thank you for calling. Okay, let's go next caller. David, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello? David, go ahead. I have the, the answer. I have the Gematria of Ayigash. Oh, how much is that? 319. Oh, very good. The three nine, and if you add up the three and the one and the nine, what do you get? Um, thirteen. And if you add up the one and the three, what do you get? Four. And you know that Hashem's name is made of four letters. You know that Yud K Vav K is is four letters. You know that there's east, west, north, and south. Uh, do you know that everything is four? Um, four directions. Do you know that Hashem was the one who made Yosef have a dream? The Sarah Mashkim have a dream? Pharaoh have a dream? It's all controlled by Hashem to make Yosef the king of the most powerful country in the world called Egypt. Yeah, Pharaoh was the king, I know, but he says, you run the government. You're the prime minister. I don't, whatever you decide is fine. So you run the government in order to make Yosef, who's not from Yehuda, a melech. Why? Because before Mashiach, when, when, when Yehuda comes, there's going to be Mashiach ben Yosef. He's a, almost like a Mashiach ben, 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 ben David, which means when Yehuda. He's almost a Mashiach like the, the Mashiach ben Yosef is going to kill Amalek and, and, and Gogamogog. And then comes Mashiach ben, ben Yehuda, that means when David, and he's going to build the base on Migdash. Very good. So you know that, Vayigash is 319. But you know what else it means? It says Vav, it, it's a, this is a little a trick I'm going to tell you. Vav is the sixth day of the week, Friday, right? Yud means the tenth of Tayas Day, next Friday. Not this week, next week. 
the Friday, this the coming Friday will be the Sort of a Tavis, and then Eretz Yisrael will be Gimel and Shin, Geshem and Shelek. Eretz Yisrael next Friday will have rain and snow, or one or the other or both. Now you look on the calendar, you say, wait a minute, Rabbi Schwab, hold it, hold it. Next Friday is the 11th of Tevez. Thursday is the start of a Tevez. Yeah, no, but you know that Friday is called the 11th day by us? Friday night is the Shom Shvi'i. Ah, so Friday is the same as Thursday, because 4.30 in the afternoon of next Thursday is already Yom Shishi, because we start the day at sunset. They started at midnight. So when there's a day off, our calendar and their calendar, it could be the same day. Don't we say Friday afternoon is the seventh day? Yom Shishi. That's the seventh day. Shabbos is seven. So next Friday will be the tenth day. Bob Yud. Friday will be the tenth day of Tavis. There will be Geshem and Shelig and Eretz Yisrael somewhere. Snow and rain or snow or rain. You'll, you'll see. Check it out. See if it's true. That's a little thing I'm telling you. I didn't make this up. Oh, this is an old Sfarim. If you look in those Sfarim. And it also says, Vayigash, Vav Gimel Shvat. On next month. Next month, Friday will be the third day of Shvat. Next month, Friday will be the third day of Shvat. Here it is. Uh, January 23rd is Friday. Gimel Shvat. Ay, 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 ay. So every word in the Torah is loaded with wonders. Nifla'ot HaTorah. Okay, let's go to the next column. I'll share you on there. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Asher H. Hashem. Listen, I have three items. Number one, there's a fourth item to die for. Yeah? Lush and Hara. Oh, I know what he's... This, Rabbi Yisrael, Asher H. is nose Tanakh pretty good. And so, so I wanted, l- let me answer a question. You had a question in regards to... Hold it, hold it, hold it. How come it's not one of the Yaharik Vayavar, Lush and Hara? It's only Gilarai Shechazam of Odezor. Why not? If, if Tomer was ready to jump into the Kifshan Aish and not embarrass Yehuda, so why is it not mentioned as one of the Gimla I'm not sure, but in the Zohar. I'll tell you the answer, right? I'll tell you the answer. In the Zohar, it's mentioned. No? I'll tell you the answer. Gilarai Shechazam of Odezor is Yehargval Yavar. That's because. That is because you're doing an action. Gilaraiyas, you're doing an action. Shvichas Domim, an action. Avodah you're doing an action. Dibur is nothing. Oh, but Dibur, right, but Dibur isn't, ah, ah, But you don't die, you don't have to be That's killed. That's why it's mentioned in the Zohar. Okay, yeah. but I wanted to answer a question. You mentioned about how, how did the, the brothers, like, recognize Yosef that he showed the Mila, so to speak? Yeah, go ahead. All right? So this is also from the Zohar, is that... Yosef and Benjamin from Rachel were born with a Mila already. Right, right. So they had to have a little bit dumb Mila, but the way it looked was totally different than your regular brick Mila. How do you Mila. know? And that's how he was able to show the brothers that he was one of their family. Okay, now, because Usher no H. Goyim that, I, that are born with a bris mila. I, I listen, Usher H. and everybody listening, I want to tell you one of the sodas HaTorah, but Usher is saying, Yosef made a gazera every Goyim in Egypt 
has to be mauled. Yeah, yeah. So now, what does it prove? Zero. Now the Mayan base has Shoevos, that's how. My father says, what does it prove? Yosef said, you want food? In the hungry years? Have a bris. Why did he say that? Because Yidin are coming down to Mitzrayim, and when they go to the bathhouses, they shouldn't be embarrassed. Yeah. So all the guy have a bris. Now that he shows him as a bris mila, it proves zero. Says the Mayan base has Shoevos. He didn't show him any mila at all. It's only a marshal. He says, ah, okay. I'll tell you why. You speak, see, I speak Lashon HaKodesh. You know Lashon HaKodesh has no words, graphic words for organs of the body. And when a person speaks clean, never uses, says dirty jokes, you can see what kind of private life he is. By looking and listening to words, persons talk, you can see that he lives a very clean moral life to the muscle. And that gives the proof why the Brits Mila needs Metzitza Bepe. Because the uh, mouth creates malachim. Even if, and, even if he was born with a bris. Right. Because the, the, when you talk Torah, you create malachim. When you do that act, you create human beings. To us, there's no stira between the mouth and that aver. No, the third so, item is that, how do we know that uh, Yaakov sent Yehuda Goishna on Hanukkah? Yeah, let's go to Ho Yisham. <laughs> those those letters spelled Goshen, Goshen. Right. Now let me tell you something else, Usher. You know Tanakh very well. is a nice big nation that happened there, and it, uh, and it's three fifty eight. And Mashiach is three fifty eight. We're going to have a bigger nace. But let me tell you something else that's going to shock everybody, even Usher. You know what else is three fifty eight? Nachash. Yes. Yeah, so what's that have to do with the Hanukkah? Ah, what's that have to do with Yehuda? Didn't the whole tragedy of the family of Yaakov start because one brother started Lashon Hara? So the Lashon Hara is the Nachash. And that's the not that started the whole Tzorah. <laughs> Yosef was to blame. Yes, he paid for the 10 years in jail. One year, because every brother, he spoke against 10 brothers. He spent 10 years in jail. That's his Kapora Tshuva for Hetchet. It all started because of Nachash. And what was the Nachash? is the thing. Hashem says, don't eat it, but I say it's okay. And she listened to him. Nachash but, is 358. But didn't, didn't Yosef stay two more years? Yeah, that's nothing to do with the brothers. That's because he said, out there, do not... No, so I might say that because the words that he said that, that this guy should save him, yeah. that, that's also Russian horror. Yeah, but no, it isn't. You no, have a right to do people's That's also Russian horror. That he go- told the guy... Please save me and you have a right to be mishtadel. That's also a Russian horror. Wait a minute, Usher. You have a right, you m'chuyiv, to do be mishtadel. Now, I'll tell you what my father says. For the <laughs> first, for the first word, he didn't get punished. Only for the second time. Why do you have to say twice? If Hashem wants to take you out, he'll take you out. So my father never bought more than one lottery ticket. One lottery ticket means you mishtadel and you have a muna. Two means you have no muna at all. You can't buy two tickets. Because one out of ten billion is the same, almost the same <laughs> chance as two out of ten million billion. He said, I buy one lot. In those days, it was the Irish sweepstakes 50 years ago. He used to buy every year one ticket. One ticket means you have a Muna, and two means you have no Muna. Because what's the difference, one out of ten million or ten, two out of ten billion, or whatever the number was? He says, if you're supposed to win, you're going to win. Why do you help Hashem but two tickets? Why does Yosef tell the Sarmashim twice? twice? Once right. is enough. 
Okay, I have to go That's to the next interesting. So I, I bought a ticket for the um, for the lottery, yeah. and it was less than six hundred, meaning I didn't have to report it. Oh, you and got I you still won. I have a hundred dollars left from that ticket, and it was from like twenty years ago. Oh, you know what? Six hundred. You got to give sixty dollars, uh, Mike. No, 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 no. I only got five hundred and forty-three. So you have to give fifty-four dollars to Meister. Oh, did I give the Meister? No, of course I gave the Meister. <laughs> so what do you want to that's, say? That's beside the point. But what what's do you funny say? is that I still have a hundred dollars left in the bag. I still have a hundred dollars. From that, and it's 20 years ago. Yeah, okay. All right, listen, we have to go to the next caller because we only have three minutes left. Take care. Bye-bye. What's the next caller? Shmuel. Shmuel, go ahead. Shmuel, go ahead. Hello? Go ahead, Shmuel, yeah. Yeah, can you ask me a question? Sure. Hanukkah, how do you spell that? Ches-non-vav-kaf-hey. Right. And, um... How, you know how much that is, Gamachia? No, we don't have much. I'll tell you, it's eighty-nine. Then you have Purim. If you act those, if you add those two together, you get to the word sake to beat them up. Hake sake, we beat them once in Hanukkah, once in Purim. Sake is exactly four twenty-five. That's the Gamachia Purim and Hanukkah. And it says in the Torah, Hake sake, beat them up. Hake is Purim, sake is Hanukkah, sake is four twenty-five. Gamachia Hanukkah and Purim. Hakasaka, we beat the Persians in Purim and the Greeks in Hanukkah. Saka is 425, that's Kamachi of, of uh, Hanukkah and Purim. Very good, let's go to the next caller. Next caller. Malki, go ahead. Go ahead, Malki. Yeah, I have a question. Go ahead. Um, why didn't um, Yo- um, Yosef tell the brothers right away that He's Yosef. Like, why did he have to make them go to the Oh, very good. He wanted to check them out. If they forced Binyamin to keep his mouth shut, he really didn't want to go. Let's say they forced him. He didn't really want to come. They know how you know how he found out? He gave Binyamin five sets of clothing, and they got one. He wanted to see if any jealousy remains. When there was no jealousy, he said, I need Yosef. Okay, you guys did shuva 100%. That's why he didn't reveal himself right away. Okay, thank you. Welcome. One more caller. Nine. Huh? Okay, finish time. No more time? <laughs> okay, we are finished. Have a wonderful week. If you want to listen to every day a 45-minute shear, go to Call Halal Shon. I have 3,004 she them now. Uh, 718-395-2440. I start talking, you hit, you hit my 11101. Okay, 11101 is my code. Sei gesund, hit raus.